When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudla. I'm Jesper Dion. I'm Henry Laksan. I am Francisco Serundolo. And you are listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. It's Australian Open time, finally. And we've just woken up here in the UK and no better feeling than waking up and getting to see a full draw out there and all of the surprises that lay in store for this draw reaction. Uh, I couldn't really even sleep. I was like tossing and tur- turning all night. And finally, when I woke up, yeah, I couldn't go back to sleep. So I've been up for about, I don't know, about an hour and a half. And uh, I can't wait to get started, JG. Come on. Yeah, me too. And I think the big reason we're so excited by this draw is it is monumental in the in, in deciding or deciphering who is going to win this event. The draw was crucial. We've now found out the draw. We are reacting live for you guys. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. The draw did happen, I believe, about five hours ago. I don't know if there was some delays. Usually there is. Um, but that would have been 4 a.m. UK time. So unfortunately, was unable to cover it then. But what we're doing is we're going to do it before our workday starts. And mm-hmm. listen, I think we get straight into the biggest talking point. Everyone wanted to know, where's Rafael Nadal going to be? Well, I did anyway. Where's Novak Djokovic going to be? More so Djokovic for this one. And I think the big question, it's even in the title, who is going to avoid Novak Djokovic? Djokovic is the standout player, the standout favourite for this year's Australian Open. I know he suffered a minor hamstring niggle, minor injury. I wouldn't read too much into it. I know it happened during a practice set against Daniel Medvedev, in which he lost that set 6-4 in about 36 minutes. I think he's going to be fit and raring to go. And the big question is, which players can avoid him and be on the other half of the draw? So let's get into it. With that in mind, I'm excited. Yeah, uh, we've got Rafael Nadal. He is the top seed, as we all know. He will be number one at the top. And look who he's playing first. All of you Brits out there tuning in. Well, I, when I saw this, I was salivating. I thought, wow, we don't normally get great matches straight away in Grand Slam, especially for the likes of Rafa and Djokovic. This one we do. We've got somebody who's actually competitive on the hard courts, actually playing well, just beat Hatchinov uh, recently. I think it was, what, a day or two ago? I'm excited. Uh, if you're a Rafa fan, not the best draw, I don't think, for the first round. Yeah, so Rafa is the number one seed. We'll start with him, and he's drawn Jack Draper. I mean, yeah. just pause on that. I'm just upset, really, with it. Everyone's saying, you, well, you, I say everyone. I've not spoke to anyone. The only person I spoke to is you, and you're excited by it. I'm yeah. not excited. I'm devastated. I did not want Rafael Nadal to be drawing someone of that calibre in the first round. Jack Draper is the typical guy you want to avoid. My only hope is that he just completely bottles it, and Draper looks across the net and looks at Rafael Nadal and thinks, uh-oh, I don't think I can beat this guy. It's Rafa. I'm scared. That's the, I think that's it. Because if Jack Draper plays his good tennis, plays at his top level, he beats Rafa on the doubt at the moment. I'm not sure if Rafa's... I'm just not sure if he's at the races. He's tennis-wise, not playing particularly great. Well, I mean, he is the reigning, defending Australian Open champion, though, it should be noted. And I think that the first point that you made plays a massive factor. This is going to be up there with the biggest matches of 
Draper's life. I mean, he, he he's now played Djokovic at Wimbledon, a reigning champion in the first round. And now he's playing Rafael Nadal, reigning champion in the first round of the Australian Open. Jack Draper, he's getting all, uh, all of his name in the lights, it seems. I mean, it's not doing much, really, if he can't go past these players, except for just getting put on the main stage a little bit more. But at least it's a good uh, barometer of where your game's at, because if he can maybe get a set, he got a set off Djokovic, didn't he? So if he could get a set off of Nadal, I think that would still be a positive. If he could get two, even better. But I think he'll be he'll be all guns blazing. But Rafa, he's another animal when you come to a slam. Yeah, shout out to everyone in the live chat. Thanks for joining us. I know we've got Almino in, which is his local time, which is hey. cool. And shout out to Gene as well, because today is his one year anniversary of becoming a member. So thank you, Gene. I've seen it pop up in the live chat. That's awesome. If you want to support the channel, please join the membership. And one day you can be like Gene and we'll give you a shout out on the episode. Uh, but on. back to the draw, I'm looking at the odds and how they've moved and fluctuated. After this draw has been released, Rafael Nadal has now moved down to fifth favourite. Uh, wow. Kyrgios, Sissipas, Medvedev, and of course, Djokovic in front of him. So let's keep going through this one. We're obviously not going to go through all of the names. So if you can maybe yeah. just zoom out a tad, or is it always going to be a bit like this? No, I can zoom out a little bit. Yeah, because fascinating to... Yeah, there we go. Awesome. So looking at this, we've got Baez. He's in terrible form. Kubler will be happy with that as a wild card <laughs> getting Baez. Uh, keep moving down. Oscar Ote is going to be playing a qualifier or lucky loser. That sure will be, be, but they'll be Jun happy with that Chen, because Jun Cheng Shang, which is obviously a very good youngster, seventeen-year-old, I believe, seventeen or eighteen, and he'll be uh, happy. Listen, you want to be playing someone if you're a qualifier who is beatable, and Oscar Ote at the moment, I think, is beatable. Uh, Francis TFO is in the same section as Rafael Nadal. <laughs> Hubert Hercatch is in that section. Corda who's in scintillating form and just reached the finals there. Denis Shapovalov, a player who Rafael Nadal hates to play and always has trouble in Grand Slams, <laughs> is there as well. And Daniel Medvedev. Not... <laughs> is, this, wait, is this the quarter? Yeah. <laughs> Daniel quarter. Medvedev's in the same quarter as Rafael Nadal. I mean, you couldn't pick it much worse, could you, for Rafa, this one? I mean... So let's, sorry, just... let's just go through this again for people listening. <laughs> In Rafael Nadal's quarter, I did not know Medford ever was there. I thought he was the start of the next one. I misread this whole thing. So we've got, in terms of seeds, Nadal, Nishioka, Hatchinoff, TFO, Hercat, Chapo, Korda, and Medvedev. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get much worse. I'm sorry. You've got last year's finalist, who he literally nearly lost to in the final. We've got Korda, who's just nearly beaten Djokovic on hardcore. Chapo, he doesn't, like you said, doesn't do well against. TFO, he lost to at the last hardcore Grand Slam. I mean... Oh, my word. This it is... is... Complete. I don't know why you're laughing, mate. I don't know why you're laughing. I feel like you're getting too much joy out of all of this. <laughs> I just think it's... The only saving grace is I often look at them names in white when sort of deciphering whether it's a tough draw or not or a tough quarter. And I don't think they're that bad. I don't think the unseeded players in this section, there's not many outliers. The one who there definitely is, is the one he's playing in the first round in Jack Draper. So yeah. that's the only saving grace. Actually, Nakashima, I think them two are dangerous, huh? but Nakashima's not been playing well at the start of this year. I think he lost a match uh, the other day, which I thought he should have won. But wow. Yeah, Rafael Nadal's section. Let's go through his path. I don't know if you've got that. We might as well go uh, straight to it. Yeah, we can do. Well, I was going to go through all the quarters first, just so we don't spoil who's in the uh, the other ones. And then we'll go through the, the projected Okay, fair enough. Ones. We can do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's go to the next section. Oh, moving on down. This one is the City Pass section. He will be playing Canton Alice in the first round, who's not been playing badly. So it's okay. not the easiest, but so, it's not uh, the to, hardest. So to clarify, this is still the top half. So we've got Rafael yeah. Nadal, one seed, Sissi Pass, the third seed, and this is his section. And if we look at some of the uh, seeds here, Butik van der Zanslup, Lorenzo Massetti, Yannick Sinner, Cam Norrie, uh, Borna Toric, Sedondolo, which is one where everyone will want at the moment. He's not playing well. And Felix. So these are the players who are also on Rafael Nadal's section, so, or half, sorry. So we've yep. got the likes of still Felix, Nori, 
I'm not worried about Norrie against Rafa. Sinner, <laughs> he's not been able to do much in the past, but could do something. Um, Butik, I think he's always definitely dangerous if he if he puts it on. And Sissipas. So I think instantly what I'm seeing here is Sissipas will like his chances, especially considering Yannick Sinner has a few injury concerns and we're not sure how his body's going to be going into this Australian Open. So I think Sissipas won't be too bothered. Uh, of course, would have to play Rafael Nadal yeah. In a semi-final, if they was to meet, um, but it's still got to get been... through this section, which is it's not the it's not that bad. It's a lot easier than Rafa's, but it's not that amazing. Yeah, and we got to remember uh, if City Pass was going to be in any uh, half, he'd probably want to be in Rafa's one. Defeated him here before uh, in the quarterfinals, wasn't it? So Correct. when Rafa uh... was two sets up, let's remember yes. that Rafa two sets up, City Pass mm-hmm. come back in Australian Open a few years back. And one in five. Yeah. I mean, this section, like you said, I mean, Yannick Sinner's probably going to be very happy with this section, I'd think. Uh, yeah, he has a real chance. Sinner at the moment? Where is um, he? Is he I, not I, injured? No, I don't think he's injured. Massetti is uh, a little bit. I know that he pulled out of one of the last events. So it's going to be interesting to see how he gets on. But I think Sinner will be happy with this draw. Norrie will probably be happy as well. Maybe he could have another run. He'll be trying to make a second week for a uh, second time in his career. Obviously, Wimbledon was the the first time that he managed it. Uh, Sinner is injured, says Gene. Don't trust him. Okay, well, well, I'm I'm not so big on him as others. One name I think is important to mention. Everyone's in the live chat. Well, we've got Liam going big, saying Sissipas now can win the whole thing. He's predicting Sissipas to win the Australian Open. But something I need to just just mention quickly is there is a name here. Where's it gone? Here we go. Borna Torich, the 21st mm. seed, who Sissipas can't beat. Simply can't beat him. So if they was to meet, <laughs> my money's on Borna Torich to beat him again. So... Just to take that into consideration, of course, Felix, yeah. would, would he beat Borna Torich? We don't know. Like th- These draws never play out exactly how we think they're going to. Uh, but if somehow Borna Torich can meet with Sissipas, my money's on Torich. So it's a tough, it's tough in that regards because Sissipas doesn't like him, doesn't like playing him. Interesting as well. We've got Felix playing another Canadian in the in the first round, an all-Canadian matchup, Pospisil there. And... Felix must look at this and think, I've got a real chance of maybe making a quarterfinal. There's a, there is a yeah. chance here. I mean, out of all of the, the quarters, this is probably the one that you'd fancy yourself in the most. But like you said, things don't always play out the way that you think. And you've got a nice wild card in there that no one's talking about. Yibing Wu, who's, uh, I think he's well worthy of a wild card. We saw how well he did at the uh, US Open. So I got to the fourth round, went out to Medvedev in the end, but still, yeah. it, was it's it fourth, third or fourth? Bit, yeah. That, that's going to be an exciting match against Mutet. We know Mutet often loses his head. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm back in room, mate. I think that's going to be great. Alex Modchan, Stan Wawrinka is a good match on paper too. I like that. And, um, you know, I'm getting really into it now. I am certainly getting excited for this. Right, so, so let's move on to the second, the bottom half of the draw. So we've spoken about some of the big names in the top half. Uh, just to go through them, it is Medvedev. We had Nadal. We had Felix. We had Sinner. Sissipas. Sissipas. TFO, maybe. TFO, but they're like some of the real big, big names. Corder was there. He could yeah. do some damage. Well, that's Corder. it. Playing well. Hubi Hercatch as well. Napo. But there's still a lot of names missing. Yeah. And I think maybe people are a little bit too quick to jump on the bandwagon and say the top half is a lot harder than the bottom half because there's still some big names we've not mentioned. And the big one, I think, is Nick Kyrgios because yeah. you can make a case for him being second favourite to win this Australian Open. I know everyone will say, it's Daniel Medvedev. Kyrgios, why not? Why not? Wow. So let's go into the bottom half. And this is Andre Rublev. Oh, no, it's not Andre Rublev because he's the fifth seed. So you might need to go from the bottom up then. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to touch on this one first, though, because okay. this this is the one that jumps off the page. Whose section me. is it? Just tell me whose section it is. 
Novak Djokovic. Okay, right, so the Novak the Djokovic <laughs> section, the fourth seed section. Yeah, that is correct. And this one was the one which excited me the most out of all of the first round matches, I have to say. When I saw Dominic Team, the wildcard, pitted against Andre Rublev, who hasn't been in good form, this is an opportunity for Team to announce himself back on the main stage again, maybe get a little run going as well. Who knows? Will this be the return of Dominic Team on our, well, TV screens? I'm I'm excited. What do you think of this matchup? Andre Rublev, come on. Um, I think, of course, I agree with you. I think it is a really good match on paper, and I was excited to see that Team drew a player like a Rublev because he's a high seed, but yet a beatable one. It's not like, say, if this was against Felix or even Sinner or someone like that, I wouldn't have much hope for team. But I have a lot more hope against someone like Rublev because I don't think he's his confidence is at an all-time high. It's the maddest thing, really, talking like this, because if we wound back, say, three years, we'd all pick team pretty quickly. Yeah, Team, he beats Rublev comfortably. He's one of the best players in the world. He's not there at the moment. Can he get back to it? I hope so. I've been uh, guilty of watching him uh, practicing on the courts in Australia. And I've seen some brilliant winners from him. That's some really good shots. And it means nothing because it's just practicing. But it always gets in my head. And in the heart of hearts, I believe you can actually beat Rublev here. I really do. I think maybe Dominic team could surprise a few. I don't know if he's back to his best, but he could be back to a better level than, than last year. And on that basis alone, he may have a little run here and I'll be cheering him on it if, if, if that can happen because I do like Dominic team. Yeah, Andre Rublev coming off the back of back-to-back defeats, lost in Adelaide to Batista Agut and then lost in Adelaide again, the number two, to Kokonakis. So he's coming in in bad form. Dominic team, now's your time to strike. So let's go down this what about side. Team Who's he played? Well, it's a good point as well. He I'm not played really on soon, early first of December, and lost six four six one. So he's lost four in a row. His last yeah. four, his last Dominic team. So I wasn't going to bring that up just to uh, push the hype a bit more, but uh, never mind. I just think it's all done now. Rublev's going to win. Well, right? I've, no, I've been looking at him practicing. He looks amazing. He's doing it, Ben. Uh, Don't worry. Everybody looks amazing in practice, don't they? I think right. we go down to the bottom now, though, because this is the Djokovic section, and oh, that man. is, of course, the big ne- 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 next big talking point. Where is Novak Djokovic in the draw? And some would say the first few rounds could be a walk in the park. They could be a walk in the park. RCB, Roberto Cabeas, Buena, not a worry at all. Either Delian or a qualifier. Do you know who that qualifier is? Could that cause something yeah. a bit exciting? Um... Well, Delian will be playing Enzo Cocard. No, it's not even a qualifier to really <laughs> shout home about. No, Laszlo, Enzo. Laszlo Gere will be playing uh, Zizou Bergs. Okay, so. a little better. Zizou Bergs in this section. I'd love to see a Zizou Bergs, Djokovic. I look at Dimitrov, Karatsev. I think both of them are sort of past their sell-by date. <laughs> and quite frankly, they're not going to do anything. Um, and if what? they are to play any top player, they'll go out straight away. Like this one, I'm not worried. Alex Dimonor, though, good player, and he could do something. I'd like to see on paper, it looks like potentially it's geared up for a Dimonor Djokovic at some point. Not, not throw, I mean, Dimitrov sometimes can turn it on, but what about Karatsev? He was semi finalist no, here before, mate. No, 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 past his sell by date, past his sell by date, just like Grigor Dimitrov. Um, they don't offer anything in tournaments anymore, unfortunately. Okay. Well, Dimitrov quick... will have one bit success this year. He'll beat some players. We won't know what event is going to happen. He might win a 500 or a 250. And everyone's going to be like, whoa, I didn't see that for Dimitrov. Then he'll play the next event and he'll lose to 800 in the world. And that'll be that. Do you remember when he beat Dominic Team at the Australian Open? I think someone called that. Anyway, <laughs> moving back up. We've got... we've got John Isner here. We've got Alex Dimonor as a seed. Holger Rune. Now is. it gets exciting. So everyone's saying Djokovic has got a really easy draw. He will not want to be playing Holger Rune. He is a no. lot tougher than a lot of the other players. And I think he's massively, massively underplayed and underrated by, by most. He 
he has the ability. I think you've got him way inside your top ten this year, right? Um, I think I had him around eight or something like that. Yeah, uh, you had him definitely inside the top ten, and yeah, yeah. I don't think I missed out on that one because the more I'm thinking about it, he probably is going to be around there. Um, so dangerous, Maxime Crazy. We know he can be a bit dangerous. Yeah, and Nick Kyrgios here. There he is. His route, not the worst. Dan Evans is a seed. They'll be both be pleased to have him there. I don't think he's going to do anything <laughs> at all. Lucivori, potentially, nah. could go to Kyrgios. But I don't think he gets past that. Kyrgios, though, will be very happy in his little section until, of course, the big one, which is Novak yeah. Djokovic. And we could be looking at the big talking point here is a Nick Kyrgios, Novak Djokovic quarterfinal. Yes, I mean, that's the one that everybody... Or I think you put them three in there. Holgoruna, Kyrgios, Djokovic. Only one can get out of the quarter. It's not as easy as everyone's saying for Djokovic. If you look at it as an entirety, as a quarter, for Djokovic to get through to the quarterfinals, he's going to have to get through them, guys. Well, what about a potential third-round matchup between... Oh, sorry, get through to the semi-finals because to win... Wait, yeah. so... No, if he wins all of... Like, whoever wins this section, they're in the semi-finals. Is that correct? Yeah, if you win the whole thing, then you'll be... So you, this is who will get to the quarter-final to face each other. So the top to yeah, the bottom. Exactly. So, this... so if you can get out of this section. So if he... He would have to beat a Runes, uh, Kyrgios, potentially, to get to a semi-final, which isn't easy. Yes. Unless they all one, go out. <laughs> yeah, in this one, Nick Kyrgios could be potentially playing Holger Luna in the third round. So I'm hoping we get that match up. That one could be Djokovic's potential quarterfinal opponent coming out of that match. So, and I think that they both could make it. I mean, look at the routes for both of them. Looks possible. So uh, that's this section. Let's move on to the fourth and final quarter of this one. So that's Djokovic's quarter. We'll move on. This one we'll call the Casper Rude quarter. I mean, he's not really in good. He just lost to Laszlo Gier in the last tournament. Don't know if uh, he's in particularly good form. I'm sure everybody who's another seed would want to be in his section rather than any of the others. Um, he's playing Thomas Mahak there in the first round. Got uh, yeah, Vincent Brooksby there as well, which... Um, yeah, he'll like that. Chris yeah, O'Connell, friend of the pod. Yeah. That's good. We got Bublik playing Alejandro Davidovich for Kino. We'll be definitely Ooh, covering that one. Yeah, that, that's actually quite an interesting one for me. I'm not sure who'll come out on top on that one. Um, well, Kino's playing well. He beat someone yeah. quite good recently. Do you know who it is? I can't think off the top. I think it was. I can't think. You have to look it up. But the tie of Nakashima. this quarter, he beat Nakashima in straight sets, then beat Milman straight sets. The tie of this quarter, which everyone is talking about, Matteo Berrettini versus Andy Murray. I mean, this one jumps off the page along with the Andre Rublev-Dominic team one. Wow, what a matchup to start the Australian Open. I feel sorry for Andy Murray a little bit because Berrettini is not playing that badly. And I think that this could be... This could have been a good tournament maybe for Murray because he's been talking about maybe having a good 2023. This... I've, I'm not sure if he's up to the races to take out Berrettini, but you ne never say never. He took City Pass to five sets, didn't he? So uh, that's exciting. What do you make of Murray Berrettini? Uh, great names on paper. Exciting <laughs> to sell tickets. Everyone's going to want to watch it. In terms of result, straightforward. Andy Murray doesn't get any more than seven games. Oh, terrible. Poor Sir Andy there. No, just, just being on. Andy Murray's not going to be, for me, at the level to be able to compete with Berrettini. Well, this I, I've, already, I've already said it. Let me just get this in so I've got my sound bite on this draw reaction. Go on. I think Berrettini could surprise quite a few this event. That's well, all I'm going to say. You're, I'm looking down the odds here. You don't see his name. You don't see his name towards the, towards the top of it. Shocking. Yeah, but for 34 to 1. Listen... Last year's semi-finalist. He's going to, for me, Berrettini is a lot better of a chance than, than a Casper Rude right now. Just my last, thought. Last year's semi-finalist doesn't even get a look in, apparently. And uh, he obviously defeated Alcalaz at last year's one in an epic five-setter. But a name that nobody's really talking about and a name that's got a nice uh, draw in the first round, Alex Zverev there, playing a uh, qualifier 
in the Sorry, first David. round. And it is Juan Pablo Varillas and a clay quarter for your first round match on the Australian Open Harcourt. Zverev would be happy with that. Hopefully yeah. you can just breeze past him and hopefully he can just stay under the radar because I don't think he'll want many people talking about him because when the pressure gets on, I think that's when he starts to suffer. I think that this could be a real good comeback tournament for Sasha Zverev. Well, we know what Zverev is like. Um, he is the type of guy to go five sets in his first match. It doesn't really matter who he plays. Uh, I know you say it's Juan Pablo Varillas. Varillas could be two sets up. And then nice. <laughs> no, yeah. mate. Listen, it happened. It happens all the time with Zverev and Slabs. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> like it just happens with him early on against someone you're not expecting him to even struggle against. He Oscar, can do okay. that. <laughs> yeah, and in these kind of circumstances where he's not played, as far as I'm aware, since since uh, Roland Garros, I did see he played Dominic Team in the Dilala Tennis Cup, where he beat Dominic Team, but that was only an exhibition. I'm expecting Zverev to maybe surprise some people too. And yeah. I'm not sure when he would play Berrettini and how that would work because we don't have all the lines on this draw I'll, uh, like we usually do. Zoom but... out. Just bear with me. But we do have all the lines. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's hard to tell otherwise. So here he is. He would avoid Berrettini until, yeah, okay, until the awesome. quarterfinals. Okay, awesome. So he's in that little part of it, the top half of the quarter. So he would get to avoid Berrettini. Um and then who's right at the bottom of this one, sorry? Casper Ruud. Yeah, and uh, oh, I mean, he wouldn't mind playing Casper Ruud. But Berrettini's certainly yeah. happy in that little section, I think. And Zverev yep. takes the top one. Um, Another and... fiery one here, Kokonakis Fanini. <laughs> well, this could be Fanini's last season. I saw, was it in, where is he playing? Auckland or Adelaide, one of the events he's in at the moment. Yeah. He lost to Brooksby, complained about the net cords. Brooksby said they're not lucky that how... He's been trained to do it or some rubbish. <laughs> Brooks Brooks been saying a lot of nonsense, I must admit, in that interview. But Fanini has said his thoughts saying, I'm not going to be back in the city again. I think he is Auckland. Um, and that sort of is hinting at the fact that this could be his last season. So I'm going to be sad. I've watched Fanini growing up. I've liked watching him. Exciting. He's got a bit of a temper. We know that. But we've seen some great tennis and I've got to watch him live a few times and really enjoyed the matches. So it'll be sad when he does retire and if this well, is the last season. The fan base that he carries around with him as well is just one of the things that I'll miss. Just Auckland. because Cheers, Gene. The Italian fans, very passionate, especially for him because he riles them up and he really gets them going. He plays to the crowd and we need more players like that. Maybe just get rid of some of the other antics. Eh? But let's move on up. Let's have a look. Well, I'll let you talk about Diego Schwartzman because I know that you were talking to me about him yesterday. Uh, maybe give everybody uh, the statistics about Diego Schwartzman that you were telling me about and maybe about some other Argentinian players. Well, <laughs> I, not I, I can't good. remember him exactly, but I think in the last six, he's not really won anything. Um, you've again got Sedundolo, who's lost the last four, and you've got the other Argentinian, Baez, who's won one in the last 16. So... You put it all together. I mean, the Argentinian players at the moment have a combined record of about one win and about 30 or 40 losses. So <laughs> they're not doing great. They're in a bit of a in disarray. I did see Guido Pellas playing Francisco Serenbolo yes. earlier, which is quite cool. Two Argentines playing head to head. Protected ranking. And the him. only possible reason I can think of is they're still celebrating Messi's World Cup win. <laughs> Maybe they're all still a bit hungover from. Argentina winning the World Cup because the Argentinians are not doing well. And Diego Schwartzman, which qualifier does he have? Do you have that information? Because he could be going out if he's any good. Or he's playing, uh, I believe it's, uh, sorry if I butcher this, Krutik, the okay. Ukrainian. The Ukrainian guy. Good player, yeah. yeah. Could be going out. Yeah. He, like he did Krutik. well. He knocked out Dennis Kudler in the yeah. final, final round of qualifying. So and Kudler, we know, is great uh, in qualifying normally. I thought he was going to make it through. No. So we get to see some fresh blood in the main draw. Moving up. Well, this is what a lot of people have been saying. Taylor Fritz, this looks good for him. I mean, the the main competitor in his section, Sasha Zverev, uh, and an unfit Sasha Zverev. And maybe not just for this section, maybe for this whole entire quarter. What do you think yeah, on uh, Taylor Fritz there? 
Well, the big seeds are who? Just to remind me. I know we've got Casper Ruiz as the second seed at the bottom. Um, and then we've got Berrettini, Zverev. Uh, and What's then it, really? Fritz is... So who's the... Oh, okay. So this is the fr- this is the rude section. Rude, yeah. Rude section. Got you. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, definitely. I think Fritz beats Rude right now. Um, the only one you need to be a bit worried about, the only two, is Zverev and Berrettini. Like, what are they going to do? Are they going to turn it on and play very well? Yeah. I, if they do, it's, they it's going to be exciting. Fritz has just played Berrettini as well, and Fritz beat him in two tie breaks, I believe, at the United yes, Cup. Yes, correct. Yeah. And I watched some of the highlights of that, and it was amazing. Some really good shot selections and shot shot uh, highlight reel. The highlight reel was awesome. So if we are to get it, I'll be very pleased. Yeah, you've got to remember as well, Taylor Fritz is going to be sort of on a war path in this tournament. The last Grand Slam, he went out in the first round to Brandon Holt, wasn't it, from uh, America. He was a qualifier and shocked him. I think it was a qualifier or a wild card, either way. But Brandon Holt, he only really turns up at Grand Slams. Uh, that's why I've seen some tweets out there saying this. And he's qualified for this Grand Slam as well. So, And he'll be playing another qualifier in the first round, which is Alexander Vukic from Australia. So that'd be quite an entertaining first round match. But Basasvili, I'm not sure if he's going to trouble Taylor Fritz, if I'm perfectly honest. Ben Shelton, another name to give a shout out to there. Yeah, Might be interesting to see how he gets on. Not the worst section, I'd say. A few good names who are unseeded. And I think that is quite interesting too. JJ, JJ? Wolf, David yeah. Goffin, Andy Murray, Ben Shelton... Kokonakis, who's in form, Bublik, who can do things. Tommy Paul had a great back end of last year, and Brooksby. So yeah. there's some good names who are unseeded in this half or in this quarter. Um, and this is where, if you compare this quarter to the Rafael Nadal one, the unseeded players are a lot better. Yeah, definitely. That's right. the only saving grace I have for Rafa. The only <laughs> thing I'm trying to cling on to in positivity. Let's have a look uh, at the projected quarterfinals based upon seeds. And this is how it would look. Nadal Medvedev, Tsitsipas Felix, Rublev Djokovic, Fritz versus Rude. I mean, I'm not sure if I'm agreeing with the last one. (laughs) I'm not sure if any of them happen. No, I don't think any of them happen. I'm not sure if we're going to see the seeds uh, based off seeds. We'll see a quarterfinal like this. For me, none of these happen. That's my yeah. prediction right now. We're not going to see Daniel Medvedev, Nadal. I don't think we'll see Sissipas Felix. I don't think we'll see Rublev Djokovic or Fritz versus Rude. Okay. Well, let's. I know that you're keen on looking at, I think it was uh, the routes to the final. So let's have a look now. We'll start off, obviously, with the, the guy everybody's been waiting for the return of, Novak Djokovic. And uh, here is his route to the final. And he's got not PCB. RCB, which is Roberto Cabayas <laughs> Bainer, first round. Delian or qualify second round. Dimitrov or Karatsev, third round. Uh, PCB or Dimonor in the fourth. Uh, Rublev, Runa or Kyrgios in the quarters. Rude, Fritz, or I was just going to say Fritz or Zverev in the semi final. That's disrespectful. Shouldn't say that. Rude, Fritz or Zverev in the semi final. Or Nadal, Sissipas in the final. Wouldn't that be nice? Nadal, Djokovic final. Or Medvedev in the final. Why is he not yeah. on there? Not I don't know. Not to Oli on here. Um, I've seen some better <laughs> ones, in fact, than this one. Um, because I thought it's rude to not include yeah, Daniel where Medvedev. Is Medvedev. But I understand why he's done it, because, of course, he is a big Rafael Nadal fan. But I think Medvedev's sister pass would have been maybe a more accurate one. I guess Nadal being... The, I think it's done on more seeds, so I can understand why he's done it. Because Nadal was the number yeah. one seed and sister pass, I believe, number three. Do you think that's easy, this uh, route? Yeah, well, my analysis of this route through is it's a complete buy until the quarterfinals. Djokovic will not lose them first four matches. It's as straightforward as they come. Dimonor has the ability to push Djokovic. I think he's got the ability to warm him up, but that's as far as I'll go. He'll warm him up and get him to a level. Dimonor might take a set. No one else gets close to even getting close to a set. And then the real action starts for Djokovic in the quarterfinals. Let's be honest. I don't think Rublev will be there. It'll be either Holger Rune or Kyrgios. Um, or who's the other guy I said on that section? I can go back. Bear with me. 
Um, oh no, sorry, it's them. Just sorry, just them. The other guy is Djokovic. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so there's them three, and yeah, Runa Kyrgios. That's fascinating. I can't wait for the quarterfinals. And this is where you can look at Djokovic's draw and say it's actually quite hard earlier on than than in previous events we've seen him win. Well, I don't think it's as easy as everyone's saying because the quarterfinal is super tough. Semi-final, of course, it, can, it Fritz can turn it on. Zverev can turn it on. Zverev, Final, yeah. Daniel Medvedev just beat him in a practice set. He's great. Could do something. Yeah. Or, of course, Sissipas. I don't know. He's getting better and better. Get close to He just get close to Djokovic from time to time. But, yeah, I'm really excited for it. And for me, it's a buy until the quarters. Yeah. I mean, they're the names that jump off the page. Kyrgios. I'm sure there's probably most people will want to see Kyrgios Djokovic again, especially after the Wimbledon final. I think Zverev could be, if he gets gets like going in those first early rounds and then suddenly gets ahead of steam, that's just not easy. If it goes Kyrgios, Zverev, and then, like you said, maybe Medvedev, that's not an easy second week at all for anybody. No. So let's have a look at Mr. Nadal, this one. Here we go. Uh, Draper in the first round. Nakashima or McDonald second round, Nishioka third round, uh, or Munar, uh, TFO Hachanov in the fourth, Medvedev Herkatch in the quarters, Sissipas Felix or Sinner in the semis, and Djokovic Rude or Rublev in the final. Hmm, does it? It's pretty tough. I think the first round for me, I feel, is the harder than the second and the third round for Rafa. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, and then I think the first round's tougher than the second and the third. The fourth round could be. The only hope I have is that it doesn't. He doesn't play this this lot. Yeah. Like Rafael Nadal recently, the last few years, he's not played his projected draw. I've done so many videos where I've gone through Rafael Nadal's route to the final, how he's going to lift the trophy. <laughs> Never plays any of them. They all just go out, and the stars start to align for Rafael Nadal. And rather than him playing sort of a Perrettini. Mm. He's playing a Jaumana or someone who's just in scintillating form who's not really going to play very well against Rafa or a Cam Norrie who's just beaten loads of big players and it's helped him out. So that's the only hope I can have of it. Unfortunately, he can't avoid, Dra avoid Draper because it's the first round. That is the only concrete match we know he's going to be playing and it's one of the toughest on there. Uh, of course, quarterfinal Medvedev. You could make a case that that's harder than uh, Rune or... Kyrgios, some may say some may differ in that opinion, and then semi-final, Sissipas, Felix, Sinner. I mean, it's just if you can get to the quarterfinals, that's like it's so tough. Well, I'm just going to have a quick look at the moment because I know that obviously Jack Draper, he is into a semi-final, uh, could potentially win the tournament over in uh, <laughs> is it in uh, Adelaide too. Uh, Batista Agut is then another person who's gone through into the semi-final and the other semi-final, and he'll play either Kitsmanovic or Kokonakis. So Draper could be finding himself in a final, which would probably benefit Rafa. So he'll be playing fairly close to the tournament start. Remember what happened to Dan Evans, another Brit player who won a tournament just before the start of AO, and then he went out in the first round. Um, you don't really want to be tired coming in against Rafa on the Dow. Um, but it would be uh, confidence, though, if he was to, to come in as well. So it's hard to look at it. You can look at it two ways. He's very young, so I think he'll have good recoverability. Will he have enough? That's the question. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think that's a positive, him playing really well before he plays Rafa, personally. <laughs> Andy and saying, if Nadal can get past round one, anything can happen. Yeah, cheers for that, Andy. Thanks for joining. Good to see you again in the new year. And I agree. I think the first round is so, so important and one of the toughest matches for him. Right. Um, let's uh, move swiftly on. I'm just going to... Do you want to have a look quickly just through Sissipas's draw here as well? We'll just briefly go through this. Content Alice, Hijikata, Botic van der Zandstrup, Sinner, Felix, Nadal, Djokovic. I think it'll be fairly happy up until the quarterfinals, to be honest, looking at that. Yeah, not, not so bad for Sissipas. No, so and then next one, I thought some people are going to say, "Why are you not doing Casper Ruds?" Because I think we should do Daniel Medvedev's. Because I think that he is uh, Oli Baton's got it right this time and doing Medvedev's uh, route to the final. We got Giron, 
Uh, the Mailman, John Millman. We've got Corda. That, that could be a real tough one mm. in the third round. We've got uh, Hercatch or Chapo in the fourth. Nadal. He always plays Hercatch and he doesn't do very well against him. Mm. Hercatch could knock out. Listen, this is how it could save Rafael Nadal. The stars could align to save Rafa. Hercatch beats Medvedev. Or Chapo. Then Rafa beats Hercatch. Like it's things like that can really help out. It could, it could help him out. It's the same, like Hercatch and Chapo. Well, Chapo doesn't do well against Nadal. Corda so clears that whole that. section out, plays Rafa, then loses to Rafa. That could easily happen as well. You just go and have a selfie with him at the net and then be done with it. Um, we've got a quarter, quarterfinal potentially for uh, Nadal, TFO. I mean, TFO, no one's talking about him for some reason. Did very well at the US Open. We've got Sissipas, Felix or Sinner in the semis. I still think uh, Medvedev will quite fancy his chances at this tournament. He's uh, got to the final there um, last year. Why wouldn't he get there again? He pretty much had his one hand on the trophy last year. So, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Women's next? Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> I don't know if you want to go through of... notable big matches. Do you have them quickly? Yeah, they're sort of mixed in with the women's ones, but we can just go go through those. Right, I think they're okay, all at the top. Him off the men. So Nadal, Draper, Rublev, team. I'm going to skip that one. Not exciting for me. Murray, Berrettini, um, Kokonakis, Fanini, Davidovic, Bublik. Is that it? That's it. Okay. Yeah, that, they're the notable. first round matches. For Jose Morgado. Shout I think the biggest him. one is Nadal, Draper. But... Yeah, it's massive. I mean, a lot of people will probably be talking about Rublev versus team just because there may be a potential upset. Right, now, if you're Polish, or even if you're not, if you're an eager fan, it's eager time. Here we go. <laughs> let's see where the number one seed, uh, let's see who they're playing in the first round. Yeah, Come for the on. first time ever, we will be doing the draw reaction for the women's right now after the men. So it's going to be a big double whammy episode. And we have the number one seed in this section. The seeds she has to play are Bauskova. Ribekina, Oraibakina, uh, Collins, Badoza, Ostapenko, King Wingzang, <laughs> Everadukani's not seed, Coco Goff. What the heck is this quarter? <laughs> right. What the heck is this quarter? I know, right? Iga and... Cervantes got one of the toughest quarters I've ever seen. Bianca Andreescu in there as an unseeded player. Mukova as an unseeded. Kalinskaya as an unseeded. Well, I don't like this, this is... at all. I don't well, like it. We've said this before and we can say it again. Uh, or Emma even... as well. Emma's not getting out of this one, that's for sure. And the first round match isn't really too uh, kind to her either. Eulet Niemeyer is the first match and she's a good player. She's coming into her own and looked good in last year's Grand Slams. And you were even potentially going to put her in your top 10 because you were so impressed. Didn't make it in the end, but not an easy first round matchup. I think that this is goes similar with Rafael Nadal. If she manages to get through the first one, then hopefully the next round will be a bit easier. How interesting. Who did you have winning this Australian Open when we did it a few weeks back? Anisimova. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to see what where she is. I haven't even seen this uh, women's draw yet at all. No, so I'm looking at it now, and this is mad. I'm sorry, this section's crazy. I feel um, Rybakina could do something. She won Wimbledon. She's great. Yeah, I mean, we've spoke about some of the big seeds. Uh, let's just go down a little bit because Eager's initial section is not too bad, and until she starts getting some of the big players. Paola Badoz is playing quite well at the moment and she's not losing many points against her serve. Serving very well. Danielle Collins, finalist last year. Yes. Finalist last year. She loves this event. She is going to be fierce and ready to go. Watch out for Collins. Yep. King Wing Zeng, one of our favourite players. I mean, are we looking at here, Ben? It looks like we could be looking at a King Wing Zeng Coco Goff matchup or Radu Kanu. Three really good young players all in the same little section. Yes, I would love to. I just hope one of them can get out, um, and it's not Galfrey or something, and shocks the world <laughs> because it can happen. Don't get me wrong; no. there can be some big surprises. I think we are going to see big surprises, and uh, if you are an eager fan listening to this one, cover your eyes because I think it's going to be tough for her to get out this quarter. 
Big prediction right on. I know I thought she could win the Australian Open. It is, of course, draw dependent. She's no longer my big favourite as what I thought she is. I think this is going to be a tough, tough quarter for Iga Savantec. Yeah, I mean, it's tough for all of them who are in that uh, in this little quarter here. Ostapenko, oh my word. I mean, no one wants to play Ostapenko. Uh, Not playing well at the moment. Not the same doesn't, level. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I think that if she if she turns it on and it, and it works and it clicks on one day, she's terrible to play against. I mean, we saw Kim Zeng had to play, I believe, in the last slam. It was just like a three-set thriller. But that's her when she, she wasn't playing well that day. Um, Paula Badoza, like you said, She's been playing really well recently. Collins yeah. as Quickly, well. Let's go down to Raducanu and then we'll move on from this section. Okay. We've not spoke about Raducanu. If she is to advance from Tamara Korpach, and it still is an if, then Coco potentially Goff. looking at Coco Goff second round. Can Raducanu beat Coco Goff in a second round, Ben? I'm not so sure. The way that she rolled her ankle in her last match, um, the injuries, never say never. That's what I'd say, but the way that Coco Goff's looks, she looks better than Emma Raducanu recently. I don't like this whole this whole section's terrible for Raducanu, if I'm honest. If she was to come out of this section, it would she's probably be one of the greatest no, achievements. Well, you'd have to say so, but Raducanu wins this quarter, she wins the whole thing. Nothing's to say that any of these players are gonna play each other in the next round. So that's like 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 you keep saying. Anything can happen in a slam. Like we saw with uh, Simona Halep, she went out to um, like an unseeded player in, uh, was it the US Open? Was it Snigir yeah. or something? Uh, anything can happen. These players aren't guaranteed just because they're seeds to go through, especially on the women's side. We know that there's some players can just have a storm in tournament and go through. But I think Danielle Collins is a, is a worry uh, to have her in your section. she's I think she's currently on court at the moment, as it goes. She's playing against uh, Kudometova. She's in a okay. third set right now. She's oh. obviously playing in the Adelaide 2 tournament, and she is uh, in the... Is it the quarterfinals? Yeah, in the quarterfinals at the moment. So playing well. She likes it down under. She was only a Barty away from an Australian Open title, and there's no Ash Barty this year. So... Let's wait and see on her. Should we move on okay. to the next section? Yeah, moving on. So this is Eager's section, the number one seed. So it's still on the top half, and this should be what seed? Go this up is Pagula. Sorry, I don't know why it won't. Uh, I'll just have to try and zoom okay, in a I can bit see more. Her. She's number three. There we go. You can zoom <laughs> out again. It's fine. All right, bro. Uh, Jessica Pagula's section. You've got Anisimova in here. Kratikova is a big seed. Uh, yeah, we've got Kvitova. Yep. Keys, well. Azarenka, Teichman, and Sarkari. Semi-final Sarkari. She'll love the quarters. <laughs> She'll be able to get through all of these. Yes, exactly. Well, the, the one name that's jumping off the page or the match, Sophia Kenin versus Victoria Azarenka. Everyone's been talking about. Uh, I'm excited for that one. You've been saying maybe Kenin, not, maybe not this year, maybe she'll have a comeback. Um what better so place to do on it? To them. It's not happening this year. If you remember what I said, Kenan's coming said back next year. Well, maybe she'll do it early. Who knows? She likes it at the Australian Open. She's a previous champion. And will she be able to take out Azarenka? That's a question. Well, you she's never in, know. she's in the semi-final right now. She's just beaten Kalinina um, 6-1 in the third set. She's I'm just back. saying. Sophia back with a bang, maybe early. I'm just saying. No, I, I think she'll. I think she's going to come back good. Actually, next year. That's my big prediction. Why wait till then, eh? Why wait till then? She might be Azarenka, maybe. Oh, Azarenka. This, this is a tough section to really predict. I find it tough. Pegula, of course, as the top seed. Yeah, I like she's... her. I think she's not going to be that angry. I think it's not a bad section for her, but still. If it's not, if you're not looking at Pagula, you could make a case for about six names. It's just like not great for Anisimova's. If she's gonna have to play Pagula potentially, I mean Kostyuk's not an easy first round matchup either. I'm not. If she's gonna have to do it the hard way, she doesn't have the eager uh, section. But 
Pagula's as tough as it comes right now. So yeah. she might potentially have to play her in the third round. Uh, I don't like that for her. Kajikova might be there for the taking. Uh, maybe an early seed to tumble. I know Who's I've she got her. Uh, she will be playing... Uh, bear with me. Da, 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 da. Where are you, Klaichikova? Uh Oh, the young Czech player, 16-year-old Sara Beljek. Oh, God, I can't wait for that matchup. Two I'll Czech be cheering. Players. I'll be cheering Bele- on. She could Be- do her. I'm, I'm cheering on Belly. Her way. focus has got to be the double. She's going to be favourite for the double. So, I'm her I'm, and Kova. Yeah, Maybe she sure. keeps her eye off the prize on the, on the singles. But let, let's keep moving on through these ones. So, that is this section. Yes. So, this move. half. So, we've been through that. I think Eager's half is a lot harder than the next half. That's for sure. Let's see how this one is because it is the Caroline Garcia section. And we've got, as an unseeded player, Leila Fernandez in there. We've got Begu as a seed, Alex Androva as a seed, Diane Parry, who did quite well at Roland Garros. I'm not sure if she'll do well here. Kontavit, who's up and down, not in great form. form. Kudametova, ninth seed, who is in really good form and winning good matches. Swai Zhang uh, can be dangerous. Pliskova, who knows? Uh, Daria Kasatkina. Woohoo. Yeah, I mean, Gary will probably be quite happy with this draw, I would have thought. I mean, it doesn't look the worst for her. And Kasatkina, I, th- I think she could be a real threat, um, especially with a good draw. If she Tatiana gets... Maria or Sestaya as two unseed, unseeded mm. players who could advance. I had Tatiana Maria going far in my Adelaide. There's always bracket, a story, though, Ben. You've got to remember. All of these slams, there's always a story on the women's where there's someone, an unseeded player who goes relatively far. So True. which unseeded player is going to be going far? It's going to be one, for sure. There's Maybe always... There could be all of them. Well, I'm hoping it's one of my qualifiers to watch. That's all I'm going to say. Over the years on the WTA, on, on the, particularly on the Grand Slam level for the women's, there's often all of the big seeds out in the first week. Well, I'm... Seeds is like the, being a seed's a curse on the women's, I feel. Yeah, for sure. How many times have we done the draws for the quarterfinals and they're unseeded players on the women's? Are we going to see it again? Well, I think I think we're going to see a young, a really young player shine at this Australian Open on the women's side. Someone's going to shock the world. Bellier. And we're going to... Huh? What's it? Beljek? Beljek, I think, Bellier. has a real good chance. 16 years old and... For me, she she's so dangerous. She's qualified in style as well. I'm I'm so excited about her. She's well, she's at 175 in the world, and obviously we're missing out another youngster who's even younger than her. I think she's uh is she 15? Brenda Fruvitova, she's in as well. So I'm excited for both of them. If they can make a run at this tournament, it is gonna be epic. Let me tell you. Right. Yeah, we've got um, David in saying, where's Harriet Dark going, JG? I believe she's playing Jill Teichman. Was that in the, was that on the one before? I think it was on the page before Let Harriet Dark. Let me answer for that for you, David, because oh, I know. Sorry. Oh, it's gone back to the men's. Apologies. She's <laughs> playing uh, Stan Vavrinka, Harriet Dark in the first round. There she is. Listen, yeah. Harriet Dark is beating Teichman. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's all good. It's good. She's going to be on a tear, Dark. And the Australian Open. Maybe she's the one. Maybe she's the unseeded She could player. go for a few. I think Tykman's beatable for her. But let's keep moving on anyway. So this is now the bottom half of the draw. Uh, we've so, gone through... Oh, no, we're already on the bottom Garcia? half. This... Well, this one, I, I want to talk to you about this matchup. We've got Garcia. No, she's sorry, playing... just to clarify for people listening at home, this is the one we were just looking at. So this is the third yeah. section. So... so it's the first part of the bottom half of the draw. Correct. And this one, Garcia will be playing a lucky, no, not a lucky, a qualifier, which is a Canadian player who I've been really impressed with in the qualifying, Catherine Sebov. Um, she's qualified and beaten some really good players along the way in a, a qualifying. That's not going to be an easy matchup, I don't think. She might, if she doesn't do her research properly, she could come unstuck there. Um, but Fernandez Cornet, I think a match everybody's talking about on the women's side. I'm quite excited about that one. Yeah, definitely. I think so as well. But Garcia, I still am quite confident in. So let's move on to the last section, to the last quarter of the women's draw. And this is Ons Jabur's section. Wow. And Already. just instantly, I'm thinking, 
it's just a bit weird. Like, for some reason, the number one seed in Eager and the number two seed's got the toughest draw. Because let's look through some of these names. Ons Jabur, of course, Linda Fluv. We'll go, just do the seeds for now. Kai Kanepi, yeah. Sam, how do you say this one, Ben? Sam Sonova. Sam Sonova, Handed Meyer, <laughs> Belinda Bencic, Trevisan, Mertens, and the big one, Sabalenka, who is playing yes. well. And she will be very pleased. But there's some tough names in it. Shelby Rogers, unseeded. Camilla Georgie. I don't know what she's doing. I know she's come out and I don't think she's even vaccinated. She faked her jabs and all over the place with her. Let's see how she gets on. Uh, Sloane Stevens, maybe. I'm not sure mm. about her at the moment. Uh, maybe it's not as good as I first thought then. But there's some of the seeds are definitely good. Sam Sonova, Jabur and Sabalenka. Bondasova. Um, are the ones what stand out the most. Oh, I must admit, Jabur, Samsonova, Saba. Was there another one if you go up a set? Uh, not particularly. Not really. Maybe maybe Hadid Meyer. Yeah, Hadid Meyer, I mean, as a seed, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. unseeded. Ons Jabur's got a work cut out for her down in this bottom section, though, I'm telling you. Look at this. I mean, I think the first round she'll get through. Second round, it starts to get tricky already. She could be playing Marketa von Josova. Uh, straight away in the second round. All the Could risk. Be, yeah, potentially the risk. I'd probably go with Marquetta on this one. I don't know. Uh, Fravitova is in there. Kai Kanepi, now a seed. Used to always be the one that everyone was trying to avoid when you were a seed. Now <laughs> she is a seed because she's right near you, Onstabur. I she's bet on... she's a seed now and not any good. I Maybe. bet Kai Kanepi's only good when she's unseeded. Was she quarter-finalist last year? Yeah, but she, listen, she's better when she's unseeded. I'm Maybe. not sure if she's going to cut it as a seed. Samsonova, we've got in here. Just lost recently to Anisimova in, in straight sets. In my top set. 10. I think I've got her like fourth in the world. So <laughs> I've got her very high on my top 10, Samsonova. So let's see what she can do. I'm going to be cheering her on, definitely. We'll be keeping a, a BDI on uh, Samsonova and Anisimova, that's for sure, just to see how each of those get on. I mean, Samsonova has potentially a good draw here. For me, the one... I'm going to say to look out for is Hadab Meyer in this section. I don't know why. There's just something about her at so the you moment. you no beating Saba. Maybe. I'm not sure yet. Oh, Muguruza's to... there. Yeah, Muguruza's there. You're not going to be back in Muguruza. She loves it at the Australian Open. <laughs> Finalist. I don't know about that, mate. I don't know if I can if I'm going that big on Muguruza. Elise Mertens. That's a good matchup though for the first round. That is definitely one to watch. Uh, we know Mertens, very very consistent player when she gets going. But will she get going? She could go out first round. Okay. Right. Is that uh? Is that the lot? Right. So don't this is got projected. any other little tweets. Let's go well, through some projected now. Uh, let us know as well, guys, in the comment section, if you're not watching this live, what you think about the draw, some of your thoughts. We'll try and reply to as many as possible. If you haven't already as well, hit the like button on the video, subscribe to Game to Love. We are going to be covering so much of this Australian Open. And next up on the agenda will be our qualifiers to watch episodes where me and Ben will select three qualifiers each to be cheering through the draw because we love to promote the youth for tennis and some players. And a nice underdog. We love an underdog story on this channel. So we'll find some qualifiers who we can be back in. So join us for that uh, sometime soon. And we also have a special guest on uh, maybe tomorrow night talking about who can stop Novak Djokovic. And he is a very special guest. So a few exciting things geared up. And then, of course, when the Australian Open happens, we'll be covering as many matches as possible. We've never had as big a commentator team as we do right now. So it is going to be very exciting, but let's get into some projected quarterfinals. Yes, indeed. Right. So here we go. We've got uh, potentially Igor Sviantek versus Coco Goff, Pagula versus Sarkari, Kasakina versus Garcia, and Sabalenka versus Jabur. And that's based upon seedings. How many of those will we actually see? I think maybe one. That's what I'm going to go with. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I think we know what one as well. <laughs> yeah, I think so as well. I'm still not confident on that one, though. It's not uh, that. No, it's not that confident. No, not at all. And if we both pick it as well, it won't happen. Projected route. Here we go. And they've 
gone a bit OTT with all of the potential uh, selections here for Eager, but let's just have a look through Eager's because it's the one everybody wants to see. She could be playing Neymar. Well, she is playing Neymar in the first round. It could be. She is playing Neymar first round. Could be Osorio Solano or Udvardi second round. Angelescu or Balskova in the third. Rybakina, Collins or Mukova in the fourth round. Goff, Badoza. Ostapenko or Zeng in the quarterfinals. I mean, all of those are great. Uh, semi-final, Pagula, Sakari, Keys, Kovitova or Klaichikova. And then the it final, Jabur, Garcia, Saba and Kasakina in mm. that final. She won't want to play Saba. No, definitely not. But Garcia <laughs> ran her close as well. Could see a great final if it, if it is to be that. But listen, I don't know. Iga's got a really tough draw. And as much as I really thought she could win this event, I'm not so sure after the draw has been released. She's no longer the big favourite I thought she was. I know that somebody we've gone quite big on in 2023 is Elena Rybakina. And I thought as we've gone big on her, we may as well have a look at her potential well, route. Interesting you say that because we both have a very high in our top 10, but we never yeah. conferred on it. Like it wasn't something we spoke about. Ben did it separately. I did mine. And we ended up with Rabakana very high in both our top 10s. Yes, indeed. And this is her potential route. Should she go to the final? Uh, um in the first. Yuvan in the second. Collins or Mukova in the third. Eager in the fourth. Badoza, Goff, Zeng, Ostapenko quarters. Uh, Pagula, Sarkali, Keys, Kvitova, Semi, Saba, Jabur, Garcia, final. I mean, it sounds, sounds tougher when I read it out for Rebecca than it does when I read out those same names. Well, it Eager. just gets hard from third round, like really yeah. hard. I know. So we'll wait and see. She She's already a Grand Slam champion now. So maybe there's a little less pressure, I think. Maybe a bit more confidence going just... into a slam. You just got to focus on winning the first few matches. Like, if she can focus yep. on just trying to win the first three, for example, you don't know. I mean, there could be no no seeds left by the fourth round. <laughs> I'm not saying like it's not within the realms of all, like it can anything can happen. A draw can open up massively. So you just got to play each match as it comes, take it step by step, and not worry too much about a really good player you could potentially be playing because there's a good chance you never ever play them. Or there's a there is a chance, not a good chance. Right, and let's just have a look at the Jose Morgado picks for this first round. And yeah, Andreescu versus a seed, which is Bauschkova. Uh, Badoza, McNally. Um, I think Badoza will probably get that one done, though. Uh, Yastrzemska, Ostapenko. Azalenka Kenin, we already mentioned. Fernandez Cornet. That's my favourite one. Those bottom three for me are the ones that jump off the page more than the, the others, if I'm perfectly honest. Maybe Angelescu. Uh, I hope that she has a good tournament. Obviously, I've put her back in my top 10 for the end of the year, so I'm hoping that she has a really good Australian Open. So we'll wait and see. Cheers to yeah. Rowdy every lap. Thank you yeah, for that cheers, super Rowdy. chat. Appreciate that. And Mertens Muguruza. Maybe Muguruza. I don't know. I think it's. I don't think you can be too harsh on her. She did get to the final where she is. She could turn it on this year. We don't know that. Yeah, we don't know. I know she Anything didn't play very possible. well the other, the other day, but she could still do something this year. I don't know. She's a good player when, when she's on. We've got MJ in. How are we doing, MJ? Saying, if stars align, I see Pagula winning like an Emma. It could happen. It could definitely happen. Uh, Pagula in good form. She's just recently beaten Eager as well. She'll have confidence, if not for anything, just for that result, I think. I mean, she looks really good in the United Cup. Obviously, America won the United Cup. She's on a bit of a high at the moment. Never say never. Uh, I didn't put Pagula in my top 10 for the year, so I'll probably be hoping she doesn't do well in this tournament. Uh, That's crazy. That's so uh, poor from you, man. And I can't wait for her to do well. And I'm going to rub never it in your face never. and call you the fraud you are, mate. Never that is a poor, poor selection. Pagula's in the top 10, definitely. And I agree. I think she could do something far. And as M says, she deserves it. Quality player, a really good human being. Hope but I let's wrap it up this. there. Well, let's, let's... let's wrap it up there because I'm going to have to shoot any second anyway. But before we go, I just want to announce, of course, for this Australian Open, we will be doing player roulette. So this is your chance 
we're running out of time to join the Patreon. If you join the Patreon, you will automatically be entered. So you don't need to confirm entry. Every single Patreon member will be in the Australian Open player roulette. You'll all be selected one of the top players on the men's. So only from the men's. If your player is to win, of course, Djokovic is the one that everyone wants at the moment, then you will win a prize from me and Ben. We'll arrange the prize. We'll get it sent out to you. And it's free to enter. All you have to do is join the Patreon. That's correct. Game to Love presents now exclusive to Patreon. That's right. It's Player Roulette. <laughs> that always makes me giggle that one uh yeah i'm excited for it everybody's going to be wanting Djokovic, though like you said there is a link pinned in the live chat make sure to click sign up to the patreon as little as three pounds a month and it does help support the channel so yeah i think that's us done for our draw reaction yeah we'll see you very soon guys a lot planned and we'll be there covering it all Make sure if you haven't already, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, and we'll see you very soon for more Australian Open drama. See you. Vamos, Rafa, let's go. Podcast Network.